Hello, everybody, and welcome to NBA Ben, where myself, Ben, talks about everything in the NBA happening recently. So, let us start with the most recent stuff, like today. Rumors are going around about Rajon Rondo. He is likely, very likely, to get a buyout from the Memphis Grizzlies and then sign with the Los Angeles Lakers. I see this as a good move and a bad move. Even though he probably retires soon because he's old, I think that a Memphis Grizzlies working next to John Moran would be a great opportunity because, and Jaron Jackson, I mean, just think of it, such a young, good core. And I have a big feeling Memphis and OKC, also known as Oklahoma City Thunder, will be the next, like, you know, young core of the NBA, but we really can't leave out the Cavs with, you know, all their all their bigs. They have multiple great bigs. And so after that Rajon Rondo thing, with all these, you know, all these crazy rumors, I think those rumors are going to be true. And so there is a recent sign-and-trade with Lori Markkinen. Now, Laurie Markkinen has signed with the Bulls and is getting tra- traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers, which is really crazy because now they have Jared Allen on a five-year, five $100 million deal. They have Laurie Markkinen, who is pretty well-priced for what they're paying him. And then they have that first rounder that they got early in the draft this year, which means so many bigs, but that also means a really, really, really good domination in the paint. I mean, it's going to be hard to stop that. Um, so after that, let's talk about how Kevin Love, Yahoo Sports reports that Kevin Love agent, Kevin Love's agent says he has no interest in a buyout after Lori Markin and trade, which means he just doesn't want to leave. Um, so the NBA recently added a rule where all like all the refs need to be vaccinated for this coming up season, which, I mean, that makes so much sense because one accidental NBA COVID, te- COVID test positive and, I mean, you're done. It's going to be hard because the whole NBA is going to go on lockdown again. And then we're going to go into the bubble. I don't want that to happen because I really love talking and watching the NBA. Um, Let's go to none other than Jackson Hayes. Jackson Hayes was knee- was arrested not too long ago for a... For for being mean to a police physically. He was physically hurting the police. And I think choking him. Which is very, very not okay. So he is currently in jail. And we will keep you guys updated on what happens there. Um. So Rachel Nichols. I mean... Why would they cancel her show? I mean, her show is so famous. I couldn't believe they really canceled that. It's really sad. And I don't know, man. I liked watching that show on NBA TV. I don't see a reason canceling it. 
It was, I mean, unless if it's something financially, if they're losing money on it, it was a good show, and she had reasonable thoughts. And so, yeah. Um, so let's see other thing. So ESPN just reported that Julius Randle wanted to, quote-unquote, lock in with New York Knicks. He is okay with potentially leaving millions on the table. For an NBA player, millions isn't a lot. But what this means for Knicks fans is that Julius Randle is staying in Manhattan. And this is really good news because, as I see Julius Randle, he's young with R.J. Barrett, Derrick Rose as their center veteran, and it's just all around great for all of them. Now, let's talk about all the off-season moves. Let's start with the Bulls acquiring Lonzo Ball, and then they lose Laurie Markkinen, but they get a pick in return. And then they also get LaMarcus Aldridge, which is a big achievement and is very good for the whole team. I mean, you need that, you know, that LaMarcus Aldridge because he's just great all around. He's a good veteran. He can still finish. He's not too old. Well, he is sort of old, but he's definitely not washed up yet. And then you have Lonzo Ball passing to Zach Levine with a young Kobe White off the bench. I mean, those will be contenders, but personally, I think everybody is overhyping them because, I mean, you have all these crazy players, but, I mean, I think everybody's just hyping them because they are not the best and they just just became good, which is an achievement for them. So let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets have done some crazy, crazy stuff. And all of that, I mean, just even though they didn't make that many changes, it's still like crazy how they're a super team. They practice, It's practically OKC, but instead of Russ, you have Kyrie. And it's great because even though you don't have that Sergi Baca as your fourth middle, you have Bruce Brown Jr., Joe Harris, you have Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan. They switch off between who starts. It's usually Blake Griffin. And it's just crazy, you know, everything. Now, let us look at the Kia tip-off. We have a Bucks versus Nets on Tuesday, October 19th. I think that is the very first game of the season. Nets versus Bucks. Now, that's going to be an interesting one. Kevin Durant on Giannis Antetokounmpo. James Harden on Drew... Wait, no. Kyrie Irving on, James, on, on Drew Holiday. James Harden on Chris Middleton. Even though James Harden cannot lock down, it'll be pretty hard to stop all three when the Bucks are championships. And, you know, it's sort of like a 3v3, but the Bucks sort of are centered against one player, where the Nets are also centered about one player, but they have much more supporting cast on the side, which is very good for them. Now, let's look at that second matchup of the day, Warriors versus Lakers. This is where we get to see the crazy Lakers in action, full of Russell Westbrook, as we talked about. Probably Rajon Rondo, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, Marcus Gasol, Carmelo, and.
man, this is just going to be crazy because, honestly, I want to see Melo finally be hyped because, I mean, he deserves a ring. I mean, he did stuff for Denver. He did stuff for Knicks, but he was always the star player, and he never had a good surrounding cast, which is something he finally has. But now that he's, let me say, washed up, please don't give me any hate for this, but I think that Carmelo Anthony's washed up still doesn't change the fact he deserves a ring. And that is crazy because the Warriors, LeBron against Stephen Clay again. It happens so often. I know it happens four times, a, four or two times a season, depending where where uh, the Lakers are, where LeBron is. But I mean, I just want to see both of them as they're older. And now, I mean, the Lakers are a better team. If I had to say who would win that, I would say Lakers would win by five. But you know, I can't really tell in the future. So, yeah. Now let's look at Celtics versus Knicks. Now, as we see, Julius Randle, we talked about this, is staying in the in New York, even if that loses him a bit of money. And so that means that that I mean they got him secured. He's good, um, but the the Boston Celtics will be too much. Marcus Smart, you know, um, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, those are crazy. Now, let's talk about the Boston Celtics losing their main point guard in Kemba Walker for Al Horford. I mean, come on. What was Boston thinking? It's Al Horford. First of all, he's washed up. Second of all, you already have a center in Tristan Thompson, I think. Yeah. And then, this is just crazy because, I mean, you're selling away Kemba Walker. Okay, he choked one season. He'll bounce back. You don't need to trade him for some over... Even though nobody rates him as good, he's still overrated because he is straight-up garbage. I don't know what the Boston's GM was thinking. I don't know. Man, he just... That's not okay. He's pulling the team apart. What? Did the did another team in the NBA slide him a twenty? Did OKC pay him like an extra nine ninety million to make that trade go through? Like, come on, man! And then later that night, we have Denver versus the Suns. The Suns will be cool playing with Chris Paul and Devin Booker, but as you guys may have seen the post, Chris Paul said he is addicted, quote unquote, to playing in the NBA. Which I think is crazy, because he'll never be there again. I'm trying to be respectful, but that run they took was crazy. And I think that is, even though that was his one chance, and I and he does 1,000% deserve a championship for all his passing and all his hard work, he will not get one. And that is my NBA take on Chris Paul. However, Devin Booker, call me crazy, is not the next Kobe. It has recently been Kobe, and now I would like to take a f- 30 seconds to remember Kobe for his great work and everything he did. Okay, so thank you all there for being there with silence for the honor of Kobe.
and his death. Um, but, you know, the Suns, Devin Booker will not be the next Kobe. Cause if, he, if he's the next Kobe, he might... He, and he's still young. He could also be the next MJ, which I think is so crazy to think of. I mean, I think he is probably the next... If I had to choose... He's like a cheap version of Kobe, but give it three, four years, and it'll be Kobe. But you can't be rating him this early. I mean, that's just crazy. Now, then we have Denver against against the Suns. I mean, Denver. Like, let's check them out. Jokic just won MVP. First of all, he did not deserve it. There were so many people in the league who deserved it over him. And, I mean, it was just crazy because... Denver lost Jamal Murray from injury in the playoffs. But Jamal Murray and Jokic are very, very hard to stop. I mean, they're a good duo. But I don't think they're enough to stop the Suns. I think it'll still be crazy. Now, Lex, let's check Thursday, October 21st. There will be 7.30 p.m. on TNT. Luka Donakic, as as Flight calls him, but we call him Luka Doncic or Luka Magic against Trey Young. Let's not forget that on draft night, these two were traded. Luka Doncic was drafted third overall by the Hawks, and they thought they made a mistake, so they traded him for Trey Young, who was supposed to play on Dallas. So now Trey Young led Atlanta Hawks, to somewhere crazy. I am still insanely surprised on how Trey Young did it. And Luka Doncic with KP and a good supporting cast in Tim Hardaway Jr. I think they will do very well this season. And that's my take on the Mavericks. But the problem is they won't do the best. I bet they'll be the fourth or the fifth seed because, I mean, the West is going to be crazy and the East... I mean, this season is just wow, you know? Um, let's not leave out the Clippers. The Claw and PG-13, Paul George. I think that, personally, I think that Paul George is overrated. Well, no, I wouldn't say overrated. Because, I mean, everybody's calling Pandemic P. But I do think that a big part of his Old qualities are washed. He still has a bit of it, but, you know, it's a lot of work. So, yeah. Um, now, let's not forget Kawhi Leonard. He is definitely not washed. But the problem, Paul George is his sidekick. And as you saw, when he took Toronto and Kyle Lowry and Kawhi took Toronto, because all really Toronto needed in 2019 on their championship run was one guy who will motivate the whole thing. Which is definitely not Kawhi, because he's not, like, the happy type of dude. But, you know, it's just crazy, because Kawhi, he's a leader. He's a leader on the court. I can't say off the court, but he can boost the team. He went on a championship run. He beat Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant. And Andre, uh, not Andre. Actually, Andre Iguodala might have been on that lineup, but um, Draymond Green, uh, 
young Draymond Green. Okay, um, let's talk about the 76ers. That is a crazy team you need to watch out for. If they move Ben Simmons to the power forward, move Toby, Tobias Harris, to the small forward, and then move every position up, I think that they could do really good. I mean, they, I, th- I don't see why they put Ben Simmons up point guard. He can't shoot. All he can do is finish, and he's scared to shoot the ball. That's not who you want in a point guard unless that point guard is a good passer. This dude isn't a good passer either. He should be a power forward who who maybe sits corner and then drives or sits paint and gives screens to Joel Embiid because he can get those big bodies. He may be a few inches short for it, but he can still do it. Okay, and yeah, that is all about my NBA team's, um, you know, Draft takes. Let's look at all the other people. Let's not forget some crazy coming up teams like, let's see. Well, I already talked about the Cavs. Let's talk about the Pelicans and Zion Williamson. Now, Zion Williamson is very, very, very good player and has insane potential. He will not be better in John Morant over my career, and you can quote me on that. I'm saying that. But I think that he's doing very, very, very good. And now that he doesn't have Lonzo Ball, that's going to be a problem. I'm thinking, even though Rajon Rondo wants to go to the Lakers, I'm thinking you offer him a money bag because, I mean... The dude's a good passer for Zion. Don't forget, you have Aquaman, also known as Steven Adams. Which, I mean, crazy paint domination, but, I mean, it's not enough if you don't got a good point guard, a good passer. I mean, let's not forget Brandon Ingram. Some people call him the Kevin Durant, the next Kevin Durant. I could say he'll be a bit, I could say he'll be the next Draymond Green, but add a lot of offense. So not really, not as good as Kevin Durant, but pretty close. Now, this will just be crazy this next season with all these top players and teams. And I mean, personally, I don't like when super teams build something crazy. But as an OG Nets fan... I gotta say I'm happy for what the GM is doing, and I am so hopeful that we get James Harden a championship because he deserves it. Just, I think, I think that it means a lot to James Harden. That's the reason he went to the Nets. I mean, let's um, talk about one more thing. Damian Lillard. Dame Dalla, the great artist on um, Spotify. Um, NBA rumors. Everybody's talking about Dame. He's not, it doesn't look like everybody thinks he's happy in Portland. Though from him personally, it looks like he is happy. Which is really, really crazy. I mean... This is like 
Dame we're talking about. Trades are crazy, but like I think he's very loyal to Portland and Rip City, and he will not leave them. But I don't know, man. If he don't get a chip in the next four years, he might be out. He'll probably retire early. Um, let's look right now at the none other than the Minnesota Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell. That's a good lineup. That's a good duo. All they need to do is stay healthy and they will be good. I have a feeling, because I saw this post on Instagram, that Jimmy Butler took a bunch of bench warmers against the starters. He destroyed him and said, uh, you... And and he said, you guys aren't trying your hardest. Because he felt Carl Anthony Towns wasn't trying his hardest. Which may be true because I see Carl Anthony Towns hitting way more potential than what he is at. But I mean, Jimmy Butler, you grew up rough. Not everybody needs to work as hard as you. As you are in the NBA, it is very hard to keep up. Sometimes you need a breather. But I mean, the rest of the Minnesota Timberwolves, when Jimmy Buck, Buckets was there... I mean, y'all got to put in some more effort if he beats you with a bench warmer team. A bench warmer team. How is that possible? Like, really? Okay. Um. So let's look at some other things. How about the OKC Thunder? Shea Gilgis Alexander and a bunch of nobodies. <laughs> um, this is really a big mover for Shea because he can shine by himself before possibly taking some help. It may take six years because they have taken a lot of 2027 picks from the Nets, who will probably be bad in six years because they'll lose all their star players, probably be retired. But, uh, yeah, so that's very cool. For you guys who saw the Summer League, man, I got to say, Leangelo Ball was something, really something. The dude would not stop. I personally think that he could take a ninth, tenth man off the bench in the NBA for the Hornets next to his brother. And then maybe when it's Charlotte versus uh, Bucks, I mean Bulls, family gathering, you know, because Lonzo will be in the Bulls. Now, like, I I want to see what you guys think, if you guys could comment on this or anything. But I think that uh, LeBron needs one more ring to secure his greatest of all time. I personally think MJ is the greatest of all time. But, I mean, if LeBron James gets one more ring, maybe even two more rings, one more rings, then it'll be big-time debatable for me. But, I mean, if he gets two more rings before he retires, he's my goal. Like, I know he's attracting a super team and all, but still, two more championships. He will be crazy. Crazy. So, as, I'm, as I see right now, I'm scrolling through the Google page for NBA. And there are rumors that the Philadelphia 76ers and Milwaukee Bucks showed interest in Jamichael Green. 
Guys, in all honesty, I don't know who the hell that is. Like, come on. How do you so interest in someone like that? Make some bigger moves. I mean, the box definitely need a solid... Someone like... I got to think of like a cheap, you know, good passer that isn't Rajon Ronda or Chris Paul because they are both not cheap. Think of something or someone like, hmm, this really is a thinking moment for me. But how about someone the like Trey Burke? Maybe include a buyout, something like that. Trey Burke can pass. You can move... Drew Holiday to the shooting guard. Chris Middleton at small forward. Giannis at power forward. Brooke Lopez at center. And bam, you got the perfect starting lineup. And Trey Burke can handle the ball well. And, I mean, yeah, everything is crazy right now. Let us really not forget the, um, let's, I mean, come on, guys. I don't know if you guys heard this past season, but none other than Russell Westbrook has broke the NBA record for most career triple doubles. That is a crazy achievement for Russell Westbrook. And I am so surprised why he did not win a championship. Because, I mean, my dude's name is Russell Westbrook. He's averaging a triple double. And you guys have... This big guy who can't, who can barely shoot and just passes out because everybody needs to double him because he's big. I mean, come on, Russell Westbrook, someone who actually deserved that should have gotten it. Russell Westbrook, Giannis Antetokounmpo, no, um, Devin Booker, Chris Paul. I'm, I'm just thinking of people, even like, I don't know, it's. Really crazy, but I don't think anybody on the Denver was worthy to be um, there and get the championship. Let's talk about the Detroit Pistons. What are they really thinking right now? I mean, they had the first pick in Cade Cunningham. They have Jackson Hayes and they have Jeremy Grant. That's a good mix-up. But I mean, this is crazy. Cade Cunningham, get this dude some help. Get a good center that can come in and help. For example, Chris Boucher. That's a good one. That is one that could come help supply, give Cade some assists and and Jackson Hayes some assists. And then there, now all you have is the small forward problem. Because, I mean, you have... Point guard, Cade Cunningham, okay? And then what you have at shooting guard is Jackson Hayes. And then you have power forward is none other than Jeremy Grant. Center is Chris Boussey. Now you're, all you're thinking about is the small forward. Now what does the small forward role really mean? It means so much to this team because, I mean, if you require all these people then you need a help. I mean, you can have one bad loss, but then I know somebody's going to be doubled because if the small forward is garbage and really bad, there's someone's going to be doubled. The ball is going to be doubled. It's probably going to be a man-to-man with one extra dude. 
Like, I'm thinking, I think your small forward should be your star. Like, I mean, a small forward is a big rule. Shoot, finish, dribble, defense. You got to do everything. And I think that one superstar they're missing that could be someone young is, how about, no, I'm trying to think right now, but um, PG-13. Think of a trade. No, not trade. Wait till, I think he's released in free agency in the next one or two years. Move Jackson Hayes to the small forward. And then, bam, you got PG-13 on shooting guard. And point guard, him and Cade will switch. And that's very interesting. Um, so, there's a Nuggets player that just recently said something a day ago. Campazzo. He is a player who comes internationally, and he said that one of the hardest things to adjust to in the NBA is nothing else, not the play. No, he didn't say that. He said the trash talk. I mean, that makes so much sense. You have people with Larry Bird trash talk level, and that just brings your whole soul down, you know? It's just very annoying and everything. Um, I don't know. There's much. There's so much happening in the NBA now. You know, it's just crazy. The Bucks coach signed a big-time extension because he believes that he could stay with the Bucks long-term and that he loves the team now, today I'm coming in with your fun fact. Ty Lue has played with Michael Jordan, Kobe, and Shaq, as he also coached LeBron, Kyrie, and is currently coaching Kawhi. I mean, tell me that isn't crazy. The dude's been with both, all, all three debatable greatest of all times, and he's just doing some crazy stuff. Yo, I mean, like, okay, just let's go to a, a very important topic. We call him Kyle Lowry. He's very important. He went to the Heat, which is a big move because Toronto are, is losing their current star player. Eh, star. I don't know. Pascal Siakam is not too far away. But, yeah, it's just crazy, you know? So... I just think that Kyle Lowry, that's a big move. That means a, a lot of less stress on none other than Victor Oladipo. And, yeah, um, one more subject before we will end today's episode. The Celtics give Robert Williams III a contract in- extension. Now, I think that he was slightly overpaid, not too much, maybe by a few million. But it was a good move in general, and it was. I'm proud of them for doing it. It's good. He's a good backup. He can come into a starter when it, and he's got insane potential. I mean, give him, give him like someone who will pass to him often, and bam. Even though he might not be consistent in the beginning, you know. Uh, he, he'll probably get much, 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 much better. Now, this is my question for you guys today. And 
You guys can keep me posted. Can Michael Jordan average 40 points in, in, in modern NBA? This is a hard question, but it's my personal answer. I can say yes, because MJ has adopted to the, to the mid-range game, which is somebody nobody really uses other than Kawhi Leonard. So it's either like three-pointer or dunk, you know, or layup. But now that everybody sees this, I mean, you could probably just dominate the, the you know, the middle and not the three-point line or the paint. And this will be crazy. So uh, thank you. This was a great episode today. I thank you guys so much for joining us. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Have a good week.